BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. One of the big stories in the NBA today or in sports altogether was the situation at Game 4 of the Dallas Mavericks-Phoenix Suns playoff game. And um, Chris Paul tweeted that some of his family members had been physically uh, touched, uh, let's put it that way, by fans. And so the league and the Dallas Mavericks, or I should say the Mavericks did an investigation. Here's this statement that they said. Um, It says, American Airlines Center and, and Dallas Mavericks security and executives have concluded the investigation into the incident involving the Paul family. Two unruly fans attempted to give unwanted hugs and have conversations with members of the Paul family on the public concourse of American Airlines Center. AAC security responded immediately once notified by the family and the fans were swiftly ejected from the game. The fans involved in the incident will not be allowed to return to the arena until 2023. 
so, Rob, there's been a lot of talk uh, initially before this investigation. Uh, I would like to hear Chris Paul's response, you know, and hear if his family, the ones who were involved in the incident, feel like that was, you know, that's exactly what happened. I, I imagine it is. But um, I, 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 yeah, I, I got to I just, Chris, I, I can't believe even fans in the stands, drunk, whatever it is, you know, physically went after his mother and wife. I just I find that. Well, I, that's I, right. The, the investigation what I mean? is saying that that didn't happen. Yeah, that's what that's right. what I'm saying. Like, like right. I right. Wouldn't you be shocked if that was really the case? Someone's going after somebody's mother in the stands. That would be hard to buy. Well, that's why when I, you know, initially heard the story, right, it did seem like, wait, wait what? That's like what I, somebody when they said, pushed his put mom ha- and, and, and wife, said, put, hands put hands on her, right. and I was like, you know, that means I mean, fighting I, I, to me. I, yeah, I wasn't, I didn't, nec- I didn't just totally disregard it, but I thought, wow, that's really beyond. I, I, my thought, Rob, if that was the case, and I thought that's what happened initially, is that I thought that those fans should be ejected for life. From banned from uh, games at the uh, American Airlines Center, like period. If you touch a player's family, particularly the females, uh, then I think you got to be gone. There has to be a strict punishment, but apparently that's not what happened. Yeah, at least according uh, to this investigation. Yeah, and I, and and now that you hear it, it makes a little more sense. Overzealous, trying yes. to do too much. Getting yes. getting touchy feely, like everybody doesn't want to be touched. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like some people are like, "Oh, come here, Mama Paul." You know what I mean? Right, like, right, like, right. Like that, like that. That's what it sounds like. like. Right. right, and you're like, "Please, like I'm. I don't know you. I'm not trying to get hugged." Right. You know and what again, I mean? Especially with females, right? Right. You just can't. You don't do want that. You definitely shouldn't be rolling up on somebody's wife. You can't hug on love right. hugging right. them right. like that. If it's a guy and they do, you know, you can still be. You still, Rob, as like as the guy. Let's say Chris. It was Chris Paul's brother or father. I don't want to have to get into an altercation with you. Right, as a fan, because even that, Rob, guess who would catch the brunt of the negative uh, publicity? Oh, right, the family member. So you you got to get security there. Look, get this guy off me. But still, at least it's a it's different with a guy. Y'all can be like, look, sir, leave us yeah, alone. Yeah, I, I just you know, right. right. We're not I, trying. I, to, I just think with with women, you got to be very careful. Absolutely. You know that, and especially with touching women, I just think don't like, touch. It's it's just not it's just not your place. And I I've, I've no. been in situations where sometimes you know you meet somebody, Chris, and I always stick out my hand even to women, and then they'll be like, no, I, they would be like, I'd rather a hug. And then that right. you know they they've given you mean me like a fan or something. No, like somebody you meet somebody, or it could be even somebody's wife who you never really right, met. Right, and they're right. like, you know what I mean? Oh, and they're yeah, like, oh, yeah. my husband talks about you all the time, and 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 um. I'm open to a hug or that's cool right. with me. And then I'll be like, okay, rep, but I always stick my hand out. I don't assume anything, you know, like, right. like you should be hugging anybody. So The one thing I'll say, and again, I thought initially when it seemed like it was darn near an assault or harassment, physical harassment, I thought they should be banned for life from the arena. But now I would say the one thing I'll say, Rob, I don't think if I'm reading it correctly, until 2023, to me, that's a short ban. Because, first of all, they may only have one basketball game left this, well, at least this season. And then, of course, you got the start of next season. But I would, I would kind of say it should have been maybe a year, a calendar year or something like that. I, I don't know that 2023 is that big of a, a deal. It's still, even though it seems like they didn't mean anything by it, it just sends a message like, look, you really got to leave guys, players, guys, families alone. Just, right. Just but but the only alone. thing I'm going to uh, assume is depending on who the people were. And, Chris, if they did like a background, say if the guy's a 20-year uh, ticket holder, he's never had any issues. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm assuming they vetted them. This guy is like uh, a, a prominent attorney. In town, do you know what I mean? Where, well, where, Rob G, was it? I mean, there were I don't, I don't photos know. of a kid. Rob G, if you you know any details on that? They haven't said officially who it was, but based on all the video evidence, it looks like it was like a seventeen year old boy. 
Yeah. And the thing is, though, that was that obviously wasn't on the concourse, right? Like the photos had him near the son's bench, which is where Chris Paul's family was sitting. So maybe it was that yeah. kid. I, I, yeah, but you know I, what I, I mean? Know. Or maybe he's from a good family. No, that's been, I, look, if it, it's, 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 yeah, right. there's circumstances. There's circumstances and, and to be honest, I also would really, I would really talk to the Paul family and see how it affected them. And they're a good. I, I know his his dad. They're a really good family. Um, so I can I I do think they would be sober minded about it. You know, like if it if it wasn't really that big of a deal, I don't you, think they you would, would be like. So. Look, you yeah, I don't think so. they would overreact. Because you don't want to overreact and and make it bigger than it really was. You know what I mean? Right. If somebody's right. done something, you know, then you should report it and let people know. Right. But if it was a misunderstanding and maybe awkward or you just didn't feel comfortable. Let people know, please. Just don't touch us. You know what I mean. We didn't. You feel know good what about it reminds it. me of, Rob. You remember a few weeks back when Mike Tyson beat up the guy on the plane, right? And it seems like when you read that story, the guy was a drunk, overzealous fan who was, you know, kept bothering Mike, like, "Hey, Mike," you know, like just Relax. wouldn't let it go. I don't know if he meant any harm, but he kept badgering Mike. And it's like, you you still, you can't do that. He might not have meant that anything negative, but, you know, you mess with Mike. I mean, it was Mike Tyson, but that's what it sounds like. It might have just been an overzealous fan. I think he wanted Tyson's uh, extra bag of peanuts. I think that's where everything went wrong. Nothing, nothing, not even. I thought, Alex, I don't get anything. I'm hanging out with Sam. Sam, we... We sat at the same table. I had to find we're, my rim shot, all right? We're, we're I'm eating, scrambling We're here. eating short ribs, which were delicious, oh, so and chicken, and, 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 and all kinds of stuff. Why, did and, I, why, though, Rob, did you post more pictures of you than of Kevin Figures? That's not on true. On your Instagram. At no. least what I saw. I'm not I'm like, look, I'm not, what, can I see the wedding party? Like, I, did, I, I, mean, I, did. I don't want to see Rob. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did send a picture. It was out there. I was. I didn't see Iowa sitting. I, I might not see all your pictures, uh-huh. but yeah, I didn't. I don't recall seeing. My I got man some pictures, Chris. I'll I'll post some of me and Rob in the table. There yeah, you go. yeah, yeah. get that up go. later. All right. There you all go. Right. All right, but anyway, uh, Rob, let's just throw this out to the fans. Um, I, I guess what what is too far? And 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 here's something. And we didn't get into it, but Rob, we talked about it before the show. It doesn't I don't want to we don't we both don't think fans are going like harder at players than they used to because we know of some incidents back in the day where back I mean it was day. it was worse actually. Yep. But what I what I do think is happening Rob is that more players are speaking up. You know, you've heard you've heard even the guys on TNT, Shaq and Barkley say, "Oh, we used to get this, we used to get that." They should throw and you stuff play on through them. it. Right. Right. I, I applaud the players, though, for speaking up. I think this is great because it some of this stuff back in the day and today, Rob, has gone too far. But but I will but say you, this, too. I, I, I agree with you, Chris, on that premise. I do. But a lot of these guys are babies, too. They don't want the fans to boo and all that. Well, when they yeah, start get, I agree. You when gotta, they start getting right. in with that, I don't, I'm not with that. Uh, I've you buy yet a ticket, to see a player, though. You know I, what I mean? I don't think a player has come out like they were booing. They deserve to be. <laughs> no, no, not to be told yeah. out, but I don't want people bellyaching. No, that, I agree. You got to, yes. You got to accept that. That's a yeah. part of sports. And and to be honest, Rob, you don't want it any other way. No. You I don't agree. want fans sitting there on their, ta- their hands, not into the game, not cheering for or their team or against the opponent. You w- Trust me, players, you wouldn't want it any other way. So, no yes, there's a line. That has to be established, but as a player, you you do have to be able to take booing and you know all that all that stuff. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. 
on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play. You call every shot from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest. GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or... Check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Big announcement today, or at least broken story by Woj about uh, the NBA's MVP. And for the second straight year, it is Nikola Jokic uh, winning the MVP, the Denver Nuggets do-it-all center. And I do mean do-it-all. Um, basically a point center. Uh, brings the right, ball He has the court. ball in his hand yeah. right, all the time. Yeah, terrific player. Terrific player. He was my vote. 
last year for MVP. Um, this year, I had him third on my ballot. I'm an official voter. I had Giannis first, uh, Joel Embiid second, and Nikola Jokic third. And Rob, a big part of why I had him third, they were the sixth seed. And I get it. The, the wins and losses were close. You know, everybody was, uh, was, a lot of teams were around 50 wins. Um, so it wasn't like their record was much worse than other teams. Um, Boston won 51 games. Milwaukee, 51. I voted for Giannis. They won 51. Philadelphia, 51. Uh, and Denver won 48. But they were the sixth seed in the West. Um, and that matters to me. The only time I voted for a sixth seed uh, or anything close to that, a guy that low, was when Westbrook won the MVP in 2017 because he averaged a triple-double. I felt like that was an iconic achievement. We never thought it would be done. All the great all-around players we've seen, Rob, LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Jason Kidd, none of them ever did it, and and none of them thought they could do it. And so when Westbrook did it, I thought that was uh, incredible. But I, you know... A lot of people would say the numbers Jokic put up. What, first for, with 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 500 assists? Rob G, are those the numbers? Um, first player ever with those numbers. Had the highest PER player efficiency rating ever. Higher than Wilt Jordan, LeBron ever had. And um, so people gave him the uh, – I, I, I'm not surprised. I don't think you are either, Rob. We could see that a lot of the writers, the younger ones particularly – are influenced by analytics. And um, so that's who they voted for, even though he was a six seed. Uh, and, and the other thing, too, and, and this is where I am. If if he wins it, right, he won it the year before, Chris, and he had better numbers this year. I, I just didn't see how in the world he wasn't going to win it again. Like, like, But you didn't think he should have won it, right? No. I, I would have voted for Embiid because of what he had to go through and and what he had to – you know, manufacture without his second star, and it was a while before Harden got there. He held the ship together. He had a great season. He had 30 points, led the league in scoring. You know what I mean? He had a lot of uh, things that I really, really liked. But um, I'm not surprised at all, but I would have voted for Embiid. But I, I, Jokic winning it does not shock me for one bit. Yeah, I think, you know, the, the justification for the numbers um, – and, and last year, they were the third seed. So even though he had better numbers this year, uh, to me, it, you know, again, they were the third seed last year and only the sixth seed this but year. But so there was a lot a of difference. injuries, too. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. Well, I'm he not definitely using... had, yeah, he was without Jam- his two best players, second was... and third best players, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. So look, I'm not up in arms about him winning it. Some um, people I are. Think he had Some a people think it's year. the end of the world, Chris. Oh, the well, writers! Oh, the writers! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Nick uh, yeah, thinks it's Nick, the end of the world. Nick Raw. Are some right. players doing that? I've I've just heard. Uh, who did I hear? Um, from uh, all, what is this? What is the podcast? Up in smoke. Oh yeah, Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes, and uh, Stephen Jackson. Stephen Jackson. I saw a video of him saying uh, that the top seventy-five players should vote and not the writers. It's always an anti-writer thing whenever people don't get to vote and we're ruining the game and Did guys he go that never, far? Was that yeah, the guy, enough is enough video? Yeah, guy, I guys, didn't watch it, but I saw guys, it. Guys who never made a basket or voting and, you know, the, the same old, same old that we always hear. And I, and I just, I think it's misguided. I really do. It, it, Rob, it is, we've said it before and we'll I'm, say it again. It is absolutely misguided. And any time, whether it's Stack, whether it's Matt Barnes, whether it's Vince Carter, whether it's whoever, whatever former player or current player, we can stack up the voting between media and players and see which one you like better. And you will be embarrassed to see what the voting is coming from players because they're they're biased – it's a popularity contest. They don't like people, Chris. Yep. We saw it. We talked about My the boy. first time. Yeah, right. Oh, I am voting for him no matter what. And that's why leave it to the writers. Okay, you're not yep. happy with it, but the writers do a better job. We don't have a horse in the race. Chris, we don't. 
Absolutely. And 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 to give you quickly, because people might not know exactly what we're talking about, Rob, but a few years ago when they started letters, letting players have a vote for the All-Star team, the NBA All-Star team, more than 120 didn't vote for LeBron James. And more than that didn't vote for Kevin Durant. It was like almost Enough. 150. It was like right. 150. You're not, your vote is taken. I mean, serious. LeBron James and Kevin Durant should have been on every ballot. On on a, and an all-star game, Chris, an exhibition, those are two of the best players in the league. How in the world did 150 people not vote for Kevin Durant? Or 120 for LeBron? And you're like sitting you said, here. it's a joke. Right, talking about, oh, well, the writers, they didn't play in the league. They shouldn't vote. And Chris, you said it the last time. An MVP won it when the when the what was it um the, the a losing well, team. Well, no, it, well, Kareem was won it as a lo- playing for a team that didn't that even make, didn't the, make playoffs. the playoffs. See, right, players used to vote, Rob. Players used to vote. Up they until took it away 1980. from them. Right, eighty eighty one was the first year I believe that the media voted, and since then, only once. Or twice has a, well, now three times with Jokic. Three times has a player from a team that won 50 games or less won the award, you know, in a full season. That was Moses Malone in the very first year, 81, and then Russell Westbrook with the triple-double year and Jokic this year. But when when players were voting, Rob, Bob McAdoo won it. I believe his team had a losing record that year. Kareem won it when they didn't make the playoffs. And so um, it's just, it's just like, again, we'll put it up against any player vote, media vote. The media are far less biased. And, than the players. Without one, other, one other point I want to make when they talk about the baseball writers, Chris. The baseball writers came up with the awards and baseball adopted them. They're not they're our awards. You know what I mean? Right. Like Cy Young and all that. That that was started by the baseball writers, not by baseball. So right. when people say, oh, take the voter, no, those are our awards. They just Absolutely. chose to recognize them because right. they rather have because it's valuable. impartial, right? Right. It look all these awards just heighten the game. They really do. Like the, at the end of the day, guys, these are just guys playing a sport that a lot of people play. But the coverage, they're obviously better than everybody. They play it at a higher level, of course. But it's the coverage. It's the analysis. It's shows like this, TV shows, talking about it constantly, comparing who's better, who's worse, who's the GOAT, making people make the all, you know, picking all-star teams, picking all-league teams. All of that is what makes it so big. And so players benefit from that. It makes the game bigger. It makes their money bigger. Um, and we benefit too. You know, I'm not going to act like we don't. It, it creates jobs, you know? Yep. And so it, we're all working together, even though we're not on the same team. We're just objective people covering it and reporting. But um, there's no doubt, Rob, the media is is more objective. Let me say this, too. It doesn't mean, that we're, what, it doesn't mean that we're always right, Chris. Right, we don't, absolutely. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying you've got a better shot at getting an objective yes, vote. that's right. With the writers than the players. That's all Absolutely. I'm saying. No question about it. Let me ask you this, Rob. Do you think, because I don't know how they do it for baseball. I imagine it's the same. With basketball, although they do, I think, have a character clause, right, with baseball? Yeah. It, it's ba- in there. Yeah, basketball, they give you no criteria for MVP. Now, I'm not a Hall of Fame voter, so I don't know what they do for that. But for MV- for reg- postseason awards... There's no criteria. And so do you think I, – I think it's good this way No, because you have so many voters and, you know, different guys have different views. I, but I assume they all mean well. They all cover the game for a living and they do it thoroughly. Um, and it also leads to a lot of great conversation, Rob. It, you know what I mean? Like debates on – who should be the MVP? What should go that, into that's, it? That's what sparks the game and gets people interested, Chris. 
you're in a barber shop or you're at the airport or you know we're talking to some guys in a sports bar. And that conversation about that is what drives people to think about the game, to talk about the game, to care. You right. want fans to care who's the MVP, right? Who's getting in the Hall of Fame. That should matter. Right, right. If it's like, oh, I don't know, whatever, I don't care. Right, you know, like, right. Like, well, then no doubt. All this recording, it, you and, and Rob, I'm going to say this. And, I, and look, I think sometimes baseball writers go overboard with their, you know, caretakers of the game. And, and, you know, I, and I agree got, with and, you, and, even right. as a baseball writer. I do. Yes. And you remember on the Hall of Fame broadcast when I was on MLB Network, I said we got it wrong that night. You know what right, I mean? Right, I said it. Right, we got it wrong. Right. Yeah, and I, I think some of them go too far. However, Rob, this record keeping, this is, again, this brings the games and the sports to another level. It really does. It makes them larger than life. So it, ultimately, that's good for the players. But yeah, Rob, I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't think they need to create a criteria. There were times when I thought maybe they should. Nah. But I like it now the way it is. I've, I've come to appreciate that. But I'll say this, Rob, because the reason Jokic won is because we all know about the impact analytics is having on sports now. And a lot of these younger writers, when you're a beat writer, you tend to get a vote, okay? And a lot of these younger writers coming up, Rob, are guys that really are into the analytics, and they are their votes are swayed by analytics. And analytically, Jokic's numbers were off the charts. A precursor, Rob, a predecessor of the analytics was they had the IBM Award in the 80s and 90s. And the IBM, the computer company, they would have, you know, the league would name its MVP. And then the IBM would have its MVP based, based solely off the numbers. numbers. Right, solely not knowing who numbers. it is. Right, right. Right, nothing else. And David Robinson would win it more often than not. He won more than anybody. Do you think David Robinson was really the MVP that many times? No. You can't just base it on numbers. There's a lot of other things that you need to consider and um, so that's my that's what I would say. I don't want it to get to a point, Rob, where it is strictly about uh, numbers. And let me let me I brought this up. Let me confirm this if I can quickly. Bob McAdoo did win the MVP in 1975, the 74-75 season. What was he, Buffalo? Was he playing in he the was Buffalo in, uh, If I can find that, I'm having a little trouble with my computer. Okay. Yeah, he was with the Buffalo Braves. Gosh, sorry about this. Um, but they, I believe they did not. Let's see, 74, 75 Buffalo Braves. Uh, okay, they did They did have a winning record. They went out in the first round. They, they were 49 and 33. Okay. And, uh, yeah, McAdoo was the MVP. But, um, yeah, so, so one year, though, Kareem won it without making the playoffs when the players were voting. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play. You call every shot. 
from choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest. GameBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Our next guest is a friend of the show, two-time welterweight boxing champion, host of the Porterweight Podcast. It's Showtime, Sean Porter. Sean, welcome, Yo. brother. Hey, 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 I'm surprised to hear the energy like this. Right hey, why? Hey, I bring it like that, man. Like you about to head into the ring, right? That's how I bring I it. I tell you what, man, that, that whole uh T-Mobile Arena was uh, the entire arena was devastated after Saturday night, man. That that arena got quiet real quick. It, it, well, yeah. How? I mean, how shocked were you? Obviously, yeah. Canelo losing to Dimitri Bivol uh, was a huge. Uh, Canelo was the huge favorite, but Bivol was the champion. Um, so, what you? What were you that surprised too? You know what? I wasn't surprised. I mean. I, I know boxing, I know, you know, it, it just, it sounds so cliche that styles make fights, but ultimately that's what this fight ended up being. It wasn't just the size of Dimitri Bivov that beat Canelo Alvarez. It was also the style of boxing that he was using. And it was a style that I expected. I just expected a stronger and, and, and more relentless uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez than we got on Saturday night, and 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 again, large in part uh, because of Dimitri Bivol and and the, and the attributes that he brought to the ring on Saturday night. I think you know a lot of people overlooked it because they haven't seen Dimitri Bivol uh, live in person like they were able to on Saturday night. Just happened to be uh, his best night <laughs> and a lot of others' worst night. Right. So, so so did you think it was a case of taking him? For granted or not being fully prepared? I tell you what, here's, here's the bottom line for Canelo Alvarez. 
uh, everyone that he's everyone that he's beat uh, as of as of late. All uh, he, he's been able to dominate all of those guys, overwhelm those guys, and beat them with power. If you watch him in this fight against Dimitri Bivol, he he fought the exact same way that he's been fighting for the last three to five years. And again, when we go back, when we when I make this statement, Styles make fights. You can't beat Dimitri Bivol the same way you beat everybody in these last three to five years. The style that Dimitri Bivol it, it requires a little bit more from you, Canelo Alvarez. Guess what? Now Canelo knows, and Canelo's going to go back to the drawing board. Everyone's saying go back to 68. He's not going to do that. He's going to stay at 175. Really? He's going to. He's going to. He, he's 100. He's going to. He's going to activate that rematch clause, and he's going to rematch uh, Dimitri Revolve. And I, I, I assure you, we will see a much better uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez in the rematch. I want to get to, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, uh, Errol Spence won a big fight. And obviously everybody wants to see Spence and Terrence Crawford, the two undefeated welterweights. You fought both of them. Uh, You lost a very close, controversial split decision to Spence Jr. Um, You lost in 10-round TKO to Terrence Crawford. That fight looks like it's going to happen. Who do you like in that fight and why? I mean, you you can tell us that as well as anybody. I tell you what, man, y'all y'all my boys, so and I, I don't want I ain't gonna do no no bad radio for y'all. Uh, <laughs> I've denied every interview that's come my way about talking about uh, uh, Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence Jr. Hmm. Uh, there's it, it, this this fight is so fifty fifty that even the boxing world, even just fight fans in general. Sports fans in general, you get 50, I, I, whatever I say right now, 50 pe- 50% of the people that hear this, they're going to agree with me. The other 50% are going to hate me. And I'm right. like, you know what? And instead of allowing, giving, opening up the door for people to hate me, I'm just going to not, I'm not going to do any interviews about this until the fight <laughs> is even announced. But for y'all, yeah. I will. And, I, and I'll keep it short. Thank what you. I, what I, what I felt like I, I experienced with Terrence Crawford was his ability to control range and distance, his ability to uh, read and react uh, was on a level that I have not seen in the professional ranks. I, I've definitely seen that in the amateur system, had not seen that in the pro ranks uh, since turning pro in 08. Even when I, uh, when, I, when, I, when I make that statement, of course, I'm speaking about Earl Spence Jr. as well. You know what I mean? So I think from – from the standpoint of being able to game plan and from a standpoint of being able to execute in the moment, I believe that uh, Terrence Crawford has the upper hand on Errol Spence Jr. Now, I've heard some people say they think Spence is too big. I mean, obviously, they're going to be at the same weight, at least for the weigh-in, but that they think Spence is naturally too big for Crawford and that that could be the difference. I, I, I'm, I was surprised by that, but I've heard a lot of people say that. Yeah, I'm not sold on that. That is kind of the uh, that that the consensus when it when when we talk about this fight is everyone feels that uh, Errol Spence Jr. is too big. I tell you one thing though: you go and you take a look at Errol Spence's fight with uh, Ben Zugas, the way he just bit down in, in rounds five until the end, and he, and he went almost exclusively to the body. He became an inside fighter, right. and he just became so relentless. And, and, and his offensive attack, and, and and I feel like that is something that that Terrence Crawford may not be prepared for. Uh, mm-hmm. That being said, you know again, fifty fifty fight. You know, experiencing experiencing both of those gentlemen, I say Terrence Crawford wins. But then when I take a look at what Errol Smith Jr. brings to the ring, I say Errol Smith can win that fight too. It's a fifty fifty fight. How, okay. how about Canelo losing? Uh, does that eliminate? A chance, a chance of the uh, trilogy with uh, Triple G is that not going to happen? You know what? That's still on the table. Uh, I, it's a fight that I really didn't want to see, uh, even the, almost at the expense of, of of downing the zone on their telecast. I caught myself, but that's just <laughs> a fight that I don't want to see. I really would love to see a rematch with Evolve. I, I, I can guarantee that we'll see a difference, Canelo Alvarez in that fight. And uh, beyond that, I think that there's better fights for for Canelo to have at 168. 
And I don't see him going to 160, but definitely at 168, there's much better fights out there for him than a, than a trilogy fight with Triple G. I don't believe that Triple G has the fan base that used to have, and so I don't think that fight would sell the way that it did the first fight, certainly in, in that rematch. Sean, I'm sure you are a boxing historian. And one of my favorite, my favorite fighter outside of Muhammad Ali growing up was Sugar Ray Leonard. And you hear a lot of people talk about Leonard versus Floyd. How do you think that fight? (laughs) How do you think that? I'm sure you watch a lot of film on both of them, I I assume. How do you You, think that fight would have went? I tell you what, you assume wrong. I'm not a boxing historian. I, I watch boxing now and in other words to the last couple of years, but never was really football was always my thing. So whenever I, okay. I whenever I had a chance to, I was watching throwback games of Barry Sanders. You know, I was watching <laughs> throwback games of of uh Steve Steve Young and, and, and Jerry Rice. Right. You know All what right. I mean? Uh but I, I had to to find out why people thought uh uh, Sugar Ray Leonard was so special, and when I went and I took a look back at his fights, I just he was he was on another stratosphere, able to uh, see what his opponents were going to do before they did him. I like Floyd, but offensively, all the way up until his end, his his offense never declined. His, he right. always was just as offense as he was defense, and I think that that's why a lot of people feel like he could beat uh, he could beat uh, Floyd Mayweather. I do believe that uh, a, a fight between Floyd and, and Ray, both of them in their prime, will be an unbelievable match. And I think right. that I think that it will be it will be that situation where we would see Floyd would finally have met his match fighting against uh, Sugar Ray Leonard. I, again, another 50-50 fight that I, I actually feel more comfortable saying uh, Sugar Ray will win that fight than I would say I feel more comfortable saying one of these guys Crawford would beat Spence, or Spence would beat Crawford. I feel more comfortable saying Leonard would beat uh, would beat would beat Mayweather. Yeah, I'm those, with you on that. Yeah, anyway. and those times then you had a number of great fighters at the same time. It's not. Do you feel like there aren't enough um, of those guys like like great well fighters? fighting each other? You know what I mean? That's one but thing they about had you, to fight Sean, each other. You would, you fought right. everybody. And well, we don't, well, have, we don't have that. As, we don't have that as much. Yeah, you know, um, something that kind of matchmaking has always been matchmaking, and then I think when, when Floyd came around and uh, and fighters were able to see that they were able to make certain fights and get paid a certain amount, risk to reward is kind of that 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 key phrase used in right. boxing. I never concerned myself with risk to reward. I always felt like I was always going to get in the ring with the with the best. And whatever the money was going to be was going to be what it, what it was, and and I always made sure, or at least my dad always made sure, uh, until I could myself, made sure that financially we did the right things and we were responsible with our money. And so once I got to that point where I was able to kind of see my future myself, and and definitely from a financial standpoint, knew that I was taking care of things. I was like, listen, it doesn't matter how much the money's worth. What what what's matter, What matters to me is who I'm getting in the ring with. And that's why you always saw me willing to fight uh, basically anybody until my last fight against Terrence Crawford. He was the last guy on my list. And once that was done, I was like, hey, there's nothing enough for me in the ring. I'll go ahead and pursue some things outside of the ring and be great at everything else that I want to be great at. Nah, man, we hear you, and um, you are doing your thing. We love and you on the telecast. Yep. And we your appreciate podcast. your insight, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank and, you. yo, Look, if you want to come on and talk some football, we'll take you there. We'll hey, take you there. I'm not. I know. I know. We got Chris on on the show, and, and both of you guys play basketball, right? Both of you guys were ball. Well, right? I did. No, Chris played. I was a baseball player. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you were baseball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rob was baseball, but uh, I'm I'm actually watching uh, Milwaukee versus Boston right now. And uh, I think this is going to be one of the more exciting playoffs we've seen in a so very did long you, time. This so, series, or you just mean in general, the whole league? Just, no, the whole league. It's right. The whole league. Yeah. Now nah, it's been I, good. I, it's it's been good. You're right about that. Every every game is going to go uh, five or more, and uh, you know it's going to make for a good a good ending. Uh, I I don't think it's no secret we all see the Suns at the end. I'm not sure who will see. 
Uh, Are you sure about the Suns? I don't know about the Suns. I'm not so sure. I'm with you. I got the Suns, but they they in a battle with Dallas. I think they win. I think they win the next two against Dallas. Do you really? I think the the Mavs are too young. The Mavs are still too young. Right. No, I agree. And I think Memphis too. Too young. All right, that's yeah, our man. Too young too. Showtime, <laughs> Sean Porter. We'll get you on again, brother. Yep, Check thanks, him out bud. at the Porterway Podcast. Great podcast. You don't want to miss it. That's our man, two-time welterweight boxing champion, Showtime, Sean Porter. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.